Thought Bubble Audio. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who <laughs> are I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my friend who can't choose favorites, Frank. How are you today? <laughs> I'm okay. How are you, bud? I'm all right. I'm doing pretty all right. I'm I am happy to be here and I am ready to talk to you. Heck yeah. My friend. Oh my goodness, my friend. But before we start talking about things unbeknownst to us at this moment, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Spencer Trappist. Um they are of course well known for for being the only uh Trappist brewery in the United States, but this one is their fruit series. It is a peach saison. And uh, it's uh, it's pretty good. It's it's a farmhouse fruit ale made of peach. I don't love saison because a lot of times they have coriander in them, and coriander oh, yeah. tastes like soap to me. I'm one of those people. Yeah, and, yeah. So I can't do the saisons, even though they always sound so amazing and Sa- delicious. Yeah, saisons can be sour uh, at times, and I don't love a super a super sour beer. But this one uh, actually works for me. That's great. That's great. What I'm do you glad got to there? hear that. I am drinking a. I am drinking a Toppling Goliath Brewing Company Pseudo Sioux Pale Ale, uh, which I've yeah. had on this show before. It's got the one with the giant T-Rex on it. Yep. I've had it before. I have not finished the bulk that's in my fridge yet. Um, I ha- also drank this on a Suicide Squad cast Patreon episode in which Scott and I went through every single episode of Batman the Animated Series, episode by episode. That was quite the undertaking you guys, uh, you guys uh, took up there. That was... Uh, uh, and on, a noble task. Honestly, it was a spur of the moment thing too. The episode wasn't, but we were just like, but I was, we were kind of talking in circles around Batman. They made like, you know what? We're going to miss something and we're going to hate ourselves afterwards. So let's just go episode by episode. But then I forgot that every episode, pretty much every episode is worth talking about. And I was very tired by the end of that three hour I podcast. Bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was but a great we, episode. We we had a great time, Frank. But anyway, speaking of television shows, there are some television shows in a person's life that kind of defines them, right? You know, and so if you had to choose five shows that applauded my amazing segue, what would they, what would they be? <laughs> that was a fantastic segue. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what? But really, if there are five shows that you would say you – to understand who I am, these are the five shows you need to watch. What would those five shows be? Mm-hmm. I say I have five. You have five. Let's just go back and forth. I agree. And say and, and which one, and which ones they are. Um, I'll start, actually, instead of you. I'm normally good at giving you the front. But since I just said mine because I segued with Batman the Animated Series, I thought we could just talk about that one first. I think so. 
And so my first one is Batman the Animated Series, the Bruce Tim or the Timverse uh, creation, along with you know Eric Rodonsky and Paul Dini and all these and all these wonderful guys. So Alan Burnett, I knew I was missing one. So Batman the Animated Series, I watched when I was a kid. I didn't watch it tons when I was really little. I it was like when it came out in 1992, and I was only five. In ninety five, something like that. In nineteen ninety two, so I was I wasn't old enough to quite get the mature like the maturity of the show of that version of Batman. Like it was good for ten year olds, and it was great for adults. But for five year olds, it could it would it would be a little slow. It was on the slower side. Sure. So I didn't. Uh, so I didn't watch it tons when I was that age. It wasn't until season four of the show when it switched from Fox TV kids uh Fox Kids to Kids WB and they did the revamped version where it was closer in line to Superman the animated series and thus kind of really started the Timverse where right. it was, you know, now the first like the crossovers started happening and everything like that. That's when I was old enough to really get into it. And so season four is actually my favorite season because of nice. that. I recognize that not all the episodes in that season are the best, though not all the there are some awful episodes. Looking at you, Batman in my basement some terrible episodes of of the first three season run but i love a lot of the redesigns i love uh, some of the storytelling the batman in that he's like just kind of enough of a jerk but also a nice enough guy to be my version of batman Uh uh-huh yeah because sometimes original series batman is he's he's a nice guy like bruce is a a nice person and he's kind of sassy and all that he's very denny o'neill neil Neil adams batman and season four is more like i don't know like jeff Loeb batman if that makes sense yeah i do know what you mean yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i i I came to the show once once superman was already airing you know that's that's when i i started to to catch some of them because of the whole you know superhero block that they would do Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't watch the early seasons and I still haven't seen every single episode. Um, but I did. They're on the DC universe they, app, Frank. Well, are. actually the season four isn't the, the last season isn't, but you can watch all the Fox kids, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. original style. Yeah. So, so I actually look forward to, to doing that, um, soon, sooner or later, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's a fantastic show and it is so, so important and such a, like, a key piece of of you know media for for anybody who like enjoys honestly like most of like the modern day uh superhero animated stuff that that we enjoy or really like sort of modern uh, animation that's sort of for adults but but with kid undertones or that's kid friendly mm-hmm. it comes from that show it's it that show i think set the mold for for lots of other shows that followed exactly there are defining tv shows from certain eras that change media forever and batman animated series changed animation forever I it was it was it, yeah and it's not hyperbole on our part or anything no. like you track animation it's very cut and dry this show is a benchmark for television like i love lucy is a benchmark for sitcoms yeah the three camera show yeah, yeah, like yeah. it changed television it's not just that it was a good show it changed television and so personally for me batman the image like why 
I think at least on this show, everyone pretty much knows that Batman is my dude and everything like that. So I think if you were to understand me, you have to know that about me, that there are like five great loves in my life and Batman is one of them. Yep. If not all of comic books, at least Batman is one of them. So I have to give it that to that show. Totally. Okay, good. You go. Okay. Uh, you just mentioned mine. Uh, I wasn't going to do this next, but I love Lucy. Let's go I with that. I love Lucy. Yeah. That's great. It's definitely on my list. Uh, I, I would have gone with something else first, but let's let's do it. Good segue. So, I Love Lucy is, is one of... I mean, you just said it. It is one of the most important uh, shows in, in TV history because it changed the way television is made. Um, I recently saw a video, a YouTube video uh, from Vox, and I'll actually try and link it in the show notes. But um, it's where uh, they talk about, you know, why do most sitcoms have a similar look? You know, why, why is there sort of a, 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 a pretty... Um, uh, you know, a, a pretty similar look and feel to to uh, most sitcoms, and that's because they're doing the three camera thing that I Love Lucy pioneered. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, here I got, I got the video. I'll, I'll throw it in the show notes. Um, right on. So, yeah, it, it's it, the whole thing was they had three cameras um, facing the stage at any given time. Uh, and they, uh, it was lit a very particular way. They, they created this system where they could just change between the cameras to get different angles. They could just do a couple of takes of the scene and be done. And so you get sort of the, you know, the wide shot and the, the, the up shots from different sides and they just pan between them. And that's how I Love Lucy started it. And then like every sitcom known to man after that basically uh yeah. did it because they were just they pioneered this very very like logical common sense thing that was such an easy like clear clear way to do things that it's still it's still done to this day will and grace right which recently came back mm-hmm. shoots still exactly that same way friends shot that way fraser shot that way that 70s show shot that way like all these yeah. different shows the big bang theory big yep. bang theory shoots that way exactly so anytime essentially whenever it's shot in front of a live studio audience um, it's it's essentially it's shot it's a three camera show and it's it shot the way I love Lucy was. But that aside, it's a hilarious show and it was it was a very pioneering show uh, because of its portrayal of of Lucy as like this you know think back to the way women were portrayed for for example on TV or in film uh, before before this show before the early fifties and you'd be hard pressed to find a, a woman who was like sort of the clown and who was like you know like not not played for not not like the totally serious housewife or stay-at-home mom or you know she was uh she was zany she was kooky she was fun uh mm-hmm. in a way that you know usually charlie chaplin or harpo marx or these these male sort of lovable tramp type characters would would be the ones to fill that uh, that stereotype the 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 situations that lucy was in are things that still to this day are being sort of revisited in in sitcoms because the show was on for so long i think they covered so much ground we were watching an episode of new girl uh that show on, that was on fox that yeah. i'm a big fan of zoe Deschanel, a big fan of and there was an episode where she gets a football helmet stuck on her head and i was like wait that feels like a lucy plot and i looked it up and there's an episode where lucy gets a trophy like a cup stuck on her head oh yeah and i was like that's right that's like straight out of the i love lucy playbook and that's nothing against you know new girl for for borrowing that uh it's just like it goes to show that lucy it really has done so so many 
of the sort of what what are now tropes started there in many cases. So mm-hmm. I it agree. It's a delightful show. I love it so much. The time has come. Has come. So when my sister just gave birth to her first child a couple of weeks ago, and when she went into labor, she sent a YouTube video of Ricky Mercado going, the time has come. That's incredible. <laughs> I love that. I know. That's my family. That's what we grew up on, right. actually. So, like, Nick at Night was Isle of Lucy. That that was, like, the show to go to. We watched Bewitch and I Dream of Jeannie and, like, all these other ones. But um, but Isle of Lucy was one, I would say, one of the main stays in our house. I just watched a clip of it the other day. I was singing Cuban Pete to myself. Do you know oh, that song? Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, they chick, called chick, me Cuban chick, Pete. Chick, chick, yeah, that one. And my fiancé was like, what are you singing? I was like, Cuban Pete, you know, from... <laughs> One from the mask, you know, with Jim Carrey, <laughs> and I said, I'm pretty sure Desi Arnaz sings it in I Love Lucy too, and so we watched both versions because I needed to show her Cuban Pete to understand. And oddly enough, it was one of the only acts that Lucy broke her way into that she just f- pulled off. Yeah, it's true. It wasn't a disaster. No, it wasn't. She just does it. It's yeah. hilarious. It's yeah, yeah, so yeah, good. It's great. They called me Cuban Pete. Anyway, my segue is actually going to roll from that. It wasn't what I was going to do next either, but I Love Lucy was actually going to be one of mine. Awesome. I was really close to putting it there, and then I just had to sidestep it into the Dick Van Dyke show instead. Oh, yeah. Good one. Yeah, because – so I was just talking about this uh, off mic uh, to somebody recently that before binge watching was a thing, like a real thing. Uh, you know, Netflix or whatever. My parents had every single episode of I Love Lucy and the Dick Van Dyke show taped off of TV. They had giant marathons and they taped it. So they must have like stayed home and taped every episode, switched the tape. And, you know, like right, we, have, right. we have six hours. Go, go, right, go. Right. So they taped. So they used to at night, like put it in an episode, put it in an episode and watch a tape and watch a few episodes and then go to bed. And we do over and over and over and over and over again. And the Dick Van Dyke show more than I Love Lucy was the stay, was kind of the stay. So I Love Lucy was the family show. Dick Van Dyke show was their show, which then became the family show. I see. It it gets quoted in my family's house more times than anything else. Really? Dick Arguably. Van Dyke specifically? Dick Van Dyke show specifically. Huh? Just in there are... St- Stupid episode, like there's an ep- like an auction episode where everyone's like bidding on a thing. Like they go, I don't know, it's a thing, and like <laughs> and that like that line gets thrown about whenever anybody talks about going skiing. My mom goes, "You're gonna fall off the mountain," which is <laughs> when Rob tries to. He said, "I'm gonna go skiing," and Laura's afraid he's gonna fall off the mountain, and then he does, and he breaks every bone in his body. It's well, in real life, it would be horrible, but in in the show, it's hilarious. It's hilarious, yeah. But it, 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 I think, again, if you needed to understand me, you have to understand my family. And so watching the Dick Van Dyke show is a part of understanding me. Totally. I think. Totally. Yeah. And it actually edged out other shows like it wasn't going to be there. And I thought, well, if it's, it's not just about what I enjoy, it's about me. And so Dick Van Dyke show, one, two, there right. you go. Right. There you go. There you there go. There you go. Nice. All right. For my next one, there's no segue. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I would have what I would have said first coming out Somebody of here. That's right. Yep. That's right. Yeah, Smallville. Smallville is, I think, my my one defi- if Batman the Animated Series is like your one, you know, big most divining one, mm-hmm. Smallville is mine. 
Um, it's it's one that I I I became a like real lover of of TV as of serialized TV. Um, uh, you know, in my in my teen years and and sort of high school college years, mm-hmm. uh, and this show really solidified it. Like this was, I just fell in love with this show. And I've talked about it many times. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beat it to death. But it was absolutely huge, hugely formative for me, and so many friendships and hobbies and you know obsessions and and things that are part of my personality now. Um, like your beard, like my beard, like not quite like my beard, but but yeah, other things that are part that, that are defining characteristics. Uh, many of them definitely stem from my love of the show and people who I've met from it and. and friendships and relationships I formed around it. Um, I mean, that event in Atlanta just a few weeks ago with Brian Austin Green was a direct result of being a Smallville fan and finding other Smallville fans on the internet, and we all came together, and you know, our other interests have uh, manifested since. But I love yeah. Smallville for, for the show itself, but also for sort of what it's meant in my life uh, outside of just being an amazing Superman show that ran for 10 years and, and you know, was, was really, really awesome for fans of Superman. Yeah, man. Yeah, I watched Smallville too, and it was actually you that kind of got me back into it. That's right, too, because I had dropped off around season five, I think, and then right or maybe four, and then five. You're like, you gotta watch because season six coming, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm there for this. It was something like that. I can't remember the exact layout. I think I think that's actually right. I, I watched one through four. I dropped at five because that would have been freshman year of college for me, and my sophomore year of college is when I started watching again, which is when I met you. Yeah. And that was it. So it would have been season six. And yeah, I wouldn't call Smallville defining for me. Certainly not. Definitely not in the way that it is for you. Sure. But it. I guess it can. It can be. You know, kind of like Batman the animated series in a way that, you know, here's this superhero show, and that's a part of the makeup of who you are. But that's also like your guy. That's your character, and all that stuff. That's great. That's great. A show I am watching right now. Uh, that I will constantly, constantly just have on rewatch. It's the rewatchability. It goes and goes and goes and goes. I finish the last season and I'll start on season one all over again if I have to. Is Friends? Oh, okay. Not not where I thought you were going, but yes. Ah, love Friends. Yeah, I'm a huge, huge yeah. Friends fan. Yeah, huge. I, know this I you. yeah, I have been since I was in middle school. I think I've just always watched Friends. It is as formative to me. Maybe more formative than any other television show that I've ever watched. Wow. It, it is the show to make me feel comfortable, to constantly make me laugh no matter how much I know or can quote the show. It still surprises me. There's still something to look at and enjoy. And I'm fairly certain that watching Friends formed the personality that is before you today because I am Chandler Bing. You are very, you are very Chandler in I'm, many, many ways. I'm so Chandler. So even like I'll watch episodes where he says things about like his certain neuroses or whatever, and I'm like, yes, Chandler, exactly, <laughs> exactly, Ch- that's me. And then you kind of watch him grow up as he gets older, like past the age I am. And I'm like, oh, he grows into. I hope I get to grow into be that kind of <laughs> mature version of Chandler because that's that's, that's who I am. I actually made my fiance take a. Um, like, like a, personality tell quiz? Her, a personality quiz be like who are you i needed to know i was like are you monica right is this how this worked out because i'm always chandler i'll always take it i'm always chandler nice uh and i needed to know and she was ross and i was like close enough that's close fine enough. i'm fine with that <laughs> yeah i'm fine with that they're best friends that's fine yeah, i'm totally exactly. good with that but um uh, 
that is yeah friends is i'm on i i started watching even just recently i was uh i was like oh, i'm cleaning a bit you know cleaning up i'll start i'll put on friends in the background because i don't have to sit and watch it and now i'm starting season nine i think like i just plow through so you'll it. be done like tomorrow no it'll be done in like <laughs> two weeks maybe <laughs> that's still maybe. pretty good Maybe three. Well, they're only twenty minute episodes, right. so you figure you watch two or three every night, and and you know even when I'm like just going to bed, you know getting clothes ready for the next day or whatever, just pop in some friends. It's yep. awesome. Totally. totally. All right, your show. Uh, okay, I, I will I will co-sign on Friends because how much I love it. Uh, that would have been one of my like honorable mentions. Mm. Um, uh, next up, I have to mention Twenty Four. Um. I would not have pulled this for you. I, so 24, so I talked about like how sort of I got into serialized television. 24 was the first like like grow like as a grown up, the first show that I like got hooked on and had to watch every week was appointment television for me. Yeah, as like a high schooler, college, like I've I probably started in high school. Um but I became obsessed with it because my friend Lori told me what a like what a great show it was and she loved it and loved Keith for Sutherland and I I started watching it around season 4. Um and and watched it just religiously ever since. I was pretty much hooked uh, right away. I mean, I didn't even start at the beginning of a season. I just I started somewhere mid season and I was immediately immediately hooked just from one episode, um, and just had to keep watching ever since because it is that like it, it all happened in real time and there were twenty four episodes per season and so it was literally the twenty four hours of the day that they were building there. It was such an interesting concept and such a great. It was always a a fantastic cliffhanger. Every single week, I really cared about the characters, and because it, they spent so much, you spent an entire full day with every character every season. You really got to know these characters, so I really got into it then. And it's from twenty four that then I started getting into other shows that had big followings, and that eventually led me to things like Smallville. And because I started watching the show, wondering are other people watching the show and talking about it on the internet, and then from there, this whole thing blossomed and now you and i do a podcast about supergirls so you know it all traces its roots back to somewhere wow to 24 that's crazy i honestly have not watched one hour of 24 i wonder if it would age well i i I sense that some of it might not um Mm. but it is such it was such a good show at it's for the time anyway i absolutely love it and and i would i would recommend anyone to try to try you know certainly the later seasons that i'm more familiar with i would definitely say try those right on yeah yeah not my not my bag baby uh I'll do a I'll do a recent one. I'll do a different crown. The Crown on Netflix. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know you were. I didn't really know you you watched the. I I watched maybe an episode of it, and I I do intend to get around to get back around to it. But I'd like to hear what your your thoughts are. I I love British culture, and I particularly find the British system of government quite interesting, particularly in between, like at the reign, like Elizabeth's reign, so the yeah. fifty two fifty three onward through the modern day but that 50s 60s 70s era of britain is so interesting to me and so at least the first two seasons of the crown so far have been captivating for me and i have like made people in my life watch it it's one of those shows where like no you don't understand you need to watch it and they go i don't know and i'm like well you just watch the show and they go fine and then they come back and they're like oh my god i can't believe i haven't watched this show I think the just outside of the story, which turns, I like that it turns a very notable public figure who is potentially characterless 
mm. you know, personalityless in its own way. They turn her into a real person. They turn the queen into somebody you can root for, somebody that you care for, that you understand what's in her mind. And I think that's so interesting since she's still alive, right. you know, and and still reigning even. So to so to to watch like what she's gone through. I mean, she allegedly even watches it herself and enjoys it. Wow. Yeah, she did an interview. She was like, oh, no, the queen actually enjoys it. You know, like, depends on, you know, what they're talking about. But they said it's it's not far off. So I think that in itself is interesting. And to watch actors be real people is always thrilling to me. And like, such how a phenomenal are you going... cast. John Lithgow, Claire Foy, Matt Smith. I can't remember who plays the sister. Um, she's good, too. But the, the really, the whole cast is stellar even if they're not even if some characters aren't in a lot of it everybody is is everybody brings their a game nobody phones in a performance and it is a beautiful show being in the palace being in london or in scotland or wherever it it is it's a feat of cinematography and production design being a television show Mm. and i really enjoy those aspects to you to me, uh, I will go with another Matt Smith show, Doctor Who. Doctor Who, right on. Doctor Who is one of those shows that just uh, I I love, 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 and uh, have I used to I used to sort of cycle through and rewatch and rewatch, and I haven't as much in in recent years. I just sort of try to keep up with the current season, and I I, I don't binge watch it sort of in the background like I used to. But there was a time where I would rewatch those those David Tennant seasons over and over and over again seasons two three and four of the the new reboot and just i couldn't get enough uh, especially mm. seasons two and three but um i just the whole of the doctor who reboot i i i binge watched it all like in one my last oh you know what it was it was my last like holiday break uh of college uh the december january break yeah. um i binge watched all of the whole the whole series up to that point which was about five seasons at that point, uh, in one break, and just absolutely fell in love with it, and and just uh, it, it was, it was sort of. Uh, I have a lot of nostalgia for it because it's one of the last things that I like, one of the last obsessions that I found, you know, in college and before I sort of joined the working world and became a proper grown up, um, but uh, proper grown up who goes to comic cons. But um, I uh, exactly, I, I yeah, I, I I love Doctor Who. I'll always have a special place in my heart. I'm very excited for uh for the new doctor jody whitaker I'm, I'm very very excited for her and to see her do her stuff i loved capaldi i matt smith some, took some time to grow on me but he eventually did david Tennant's my all-time favorite uh i think we did a hit me with your best shot on doctor who so i don't, I don't I believe, have much more to say i believe but, you did and i still believe that i have not given it a shot yeah, that's okay I, it's just not it's just not for me i've that's tried okay. baby yeah, i've tried so hard we've that's one thing we've come to terms with right not not all things are for everyone that's so, correct but doctor who's definitely for me and i love it well right on so that brings us to each to our last show yes. Yes. yes yes all right do you want to try to take a guess about what mine is ooh uh let me see let me see let me see uh can i i'm going to say 30 rock no, actually, so Thirty Rock got bumped for the Dick Van Dyke Show. Okay, so you so you're not incorrect, I guess, in that in that sure, way. Sure, sure. So you were really close. Honorable mention to Thirty Rock, great show. If you need to understand my sense of humor, watch Thirty Rock. It's a big one, yeah. But if you also need to understand my sense of humor, this show is available to you. 
and it is The Simpsons. Oh, the yeah. Simpsons. Uh, I was not allowed to watch The Simpsons growing up. It was faux pas in my household. And so I didn't come to it until I was a little bit older. Um, maybe high school, you know, when people, you know, really don't really watch mm-hmm. what you're watching anymore, I guess, yeah, you know, yeah. when you're old enough to make your own decisions. I, I wasn't allowed to as a child either. And right. A so, lot of people, yeah. a lot of people weren't. And for good reason. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't let my kids watch The Simpsons when I was five or six. So just sure. Because it's, it is, it's animation, but it's meant for adults. It's not, oh, 100%. it's not a kid, it's not a kid show. It's not a kid show. Just because no. it's cartoon doesn't mean it's a kid and, show. Right. And by today's standards, it is so G-rated. In a lot of ways. I mean, compared ways. to like Family Guy or, you know, anything on Adult Swim, sure. Yeah, absolutely. It is nothing, nothing. But anyway, but The Simpsons, especially seasons like 4 through 12, 13 maybe, are the golden age of The Simpsons. And I can tell you almost every episode, who appears, who said what. I love the behind the scenes. Like I I just read a book about the making and writing of The Simpsons. Like I think it hits on I love sociology in its own way. And I think The Simpsons is an amazing study in the sociology of America. Interesting. And, yeah. and the American family and what does that mean? And it's a great it's great even for literary theory and it's a really smart for a show about stupid people it's so smart and that's what i love about it and it's ultimately relatable you can go to any country in the world and someone's like my dad is homer simpson because everybody's dad is a little bit homer simpson maybe except my father who is pretty much the antithesis of homer simpson yeah your dad's not homer not even remotely and i love him for that you know because but i I think this show is genius, and so when I am done watching Friends, I'll watch The Simpsons. It's nice. like that level of uh, closeness for me. Anyway, yeah. and your last show. The last one for me is going to be really hard because I have to eliminate some ones that I love, but um, I have it down to two, and I'm going to go with not the one that I think is better, but the one that I think is more representative of me and my sense of humor and my taste. Okay. Scrubs. Scrubs. Parks I... and Rec was the one you got rid of, wasn't it? No, The Office. The Office. Mm. The Office. Yeah, The Office is the one I have to get rid of. And and that 70s show is kicking around there, too, as an honorable mention. But I'm going to put Scrubs on, in this top five because it is more indicative of who I am and and my sense of humor. It is the the, the weird sort of zaniness of, of the Zach Braff's character, J.D., is very much like I identified with J.D. so much when I was like in high school, college, when the show was on. Absolutely loved it. Watched it till the, the bitter end when they moved to ABC and everything went down the tubes. But I loved, loved, loved it so much. The NBC days, obviously, are the golden days. And I actually recently started rewatching it on Hulu. And it doesn't all age super well, especially the early seasons. A lot of mistasteful jokes by today's standards. But the overall um, fun and zaniness and warmth of it are still there for me. And I just I just love it so much. That's great. I love Scrubs. I wouldn't put it on my list or honorable mentions, but I do love Scrubs. It, it always made me laugh. It was worth it for Dr. Cox alone. Oh, yeah worth it alone so well, great frank this was super fun super fun i'm glad we got to do this um but we're going to wrap it up so you can find us at thoughtbubbleaudio.com where you can check out all of our other thought bubble audio shows you can rate and review us on itunes and check out us uh check us out in other places like spotify and satchel and overcast and all the and google play and all the places podcasts can be found and you can follow us on beer with geeks at facebook gmail and twitter please write in by all means frank it's wonderful to see you, as always. Wonderful to hear you, as always. Pleasure, bud.
All right. Well, then, until next time, cheers. cheers.